everybody, and welcome to the second week of Coaches Night Out. We are live at the award-winning Town Square Social upstairs in the loft. Because of the, the heat, the weather, uh, some of our coaches have had to change their practice schedules. I've got somebody coming out of the bullpen to help me tonight on the broadcast. We'll get to him in just a moment. But thanks to the good folks at Town Square Social, Hunter's our bartender tonight for taking care of us. Advantage Roofing Contractors, LLC, Donnie Self and Rob Painter uh, help sponsor this show. Daryl Tidwell, loan originator with Southern Bank of Tennessee, the Salus Realty Group, 120 Public Square, Lebanon, THW Insurance Services, LLC, Cumberland University Athletics, and DT McCall and Sons, Lebanon, Carthage, Lafayette, Franklin, and Cookville, home of free delivery. Now, again, because of the weather, we've had some changes in the high school football schedule this week. Week two, Friday, August 25, what we've got. Friendship Christian travels to Donaldson Christian Academy. That game will be at 8 o'clock. Watertown at Gordonsville at Turney Ford Field. Again, 8 o'clock. Lebanon travels to Baxter to take on Upperman High School. 8 o'clock. Northwest High School plays at Wilson Central. That'll be a 7.30 p.m. kick. West Creek at Green Hill, 7.30. And tentatively, Hunters Lane and Mount Juliet are scheduled for 7 o'clock at Roger Perry Field. That, of course, subject to change. Mount Juliet Christian Academy travels to Chattanooga to take on Lookout Valley. That's an Eastern time zone game. We'll see how that one plays out. Coaches Night Out airs on three Facebook Live platforms, including the Wilson Post, Main Street Preps, Blue Devil Broadcasting. You can also find this show on Twitter via TB Sports 85 and on the Main Street Media TV app. Thanks to everybody who makes this show possible. Lebanon High's team meals this week, the Monday meal, the Williams family, Chris Armstrong and Amy Arnold made that meal possible. Thursday's Varsity Meal, Ministry Center Church of God, and on Friday, Shenandoah Mills providing the food. Stepping out of the bullpen to help me on this show tonight, Ron Pavin, Athletic Director at Cumberland University. Ron, first off, thanks for stepping in. We appreciate it. And I know there's a world of things going on at Cumberland, but right now you got that Saturday home opener football it's got to be tops on your list. Yeah, and, and thanks. It's an honor to be here. And uh, I understand the heat, and I appreciate the high school coach. Everyone is adapting and adjusting. And you still got to play football. It's, the game still has to be played. And, you know, it's a big weekend. You know, we're open up against Union College at 6 o'clock Central Time. And, uh, you know, you, you, we've been kind of since fall camp since July 26. So they're getting tired of beating each other up and, and hitting each other. And so it's time to see how we play. Uh, we should have a great crowd. I know it's the last day of the fair, but uh, a lot of people have already been to the fair. So please come out. I think we'll have a great crowd. Six o'clock kickoff. You, you've kind of held firm on that. And you've had some discussions about do you stay at six o'clock? Do you make some alterations because of the weather? And you've, you've kind of built in a heat plan. Yeah, we uh, talked to the White Hat. We have both doctors, our athletic trainers, and the visiting team. You want to treat people better than you're treated. And we all agreed that we could take some breaks. 
It's not going to be a difference much from 6 o'clock to 8 o'clock. And it's Saturday. It's not Friday. Friday's this week. Tomorrow, the next day, Friday is really, really uh, 102 to 107. And I think it's going to be about 94, and it might be a little, maybe in the 80s, uh, kickoff. And so I think we've made a good decision. It's hard to make a decision, but once you do, we'll make some breaks, and, and we'll have the safety of all the all the players. And, and when you talk about breaks, after scores, between quarters, kind of stretching those out a little bit to give the kids a little more time to get the ones hydrated that you need to get water in. Yeah, there's no problem in taking 90 seconds, you know, and after a touchdown or two minutes. Uh, they do it in the NFL, and they do it with commercials on, on big uh, D1 programs. You know, it might get where the, the student-athletes get a little – antsy but uh, like you said hey it's better to to take your time a little bit it's not changing the flow of the game and uh, if we need to adapt and adjust any more to that we will Uh, i think both coaches are ready to play they we all agreed to play at six and i feel good about the decision and i've seen on the cumberland sideline before those big airbuster fans yeah I, i would bet Union Kentucky brings some of those. With yeah, they're well. bringing all their Mr. Fans. So are we will have uh, wet towels out there and, and, and everything. Um, I don't know. This is my 16th year at Cumberland, and this might be the hottest week we've had in a long, long time. We've moved soccer that was supposed to play Friday to Saturday. And I, I feel like that's a good decision, too. You know, you want to participate. You just don't want to be in dangerous heat. Well, and I think the high schools have done a good job. Yeah. Yeah, well, and, and to, to expound on that a little bit tonight, Chuck Gentry at Lebanon, John McNeil, Tim Mathis, in fact, all scheduled to be guests on this show earlier in the week. And then as the weather continued to get hotter and hotter, everybody's opted to practice at night. And we filmed the show in the evenings. So all those guys are working with their teams right now. So they weren't able to be here tonight because their number one job is to get those teams ready to play football. Tim uh, called, I guess, yesterday and uh, said, I'm not going to be able to make it. We're going to go outside and practice. Cumberland doesn't have the advantage of an indoor practice facility like some of the big high schools do. But the high schools want to get outside in this heat, at least some measure of it, to get ready because you can't practice in the air conditioning Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and go out and play in that kind of heat on Friday. No, it, it will a new video board, Wilson Bank and Trust, a new pavilion, a new locker room. The place looks great. I think we're really excited about what Cumberland University and the athletic department's doing right now and staying competitive and trying to help out. You know, tomorrow, Friday, we're doing our leadership day. We do leadership days with all the athletes. They go through classes, but they will go Friday afternoon from 1 to 3 throughout Wilson County doing community service. Really? Yeah, we're, we're going to go over to, I think, Sam Houston, clean up their playground parks. We're going somewhere else, new, new leash on light. I mean, we're going to – we just do about 2,000 hours of community service. And I think that's great because 
when those young people get married and then they pass that community service on, if they they move to Wilson County and stay, they can be a part of something like Rotary and be a part of something else. And uh, I think that's good for our athletes. We've been doing it since I've been here. This is the 16th year, and it's impacted the community because you can't ask the community to come to your game when they don't know you. Yeah. So when when a young man or woman is uh, fixing or painting up a house and stuff, they're like, you know, I, I like that person. I might want to come see them play. And so it's been very impactful. Are, and I, I'm asking a question I don't know the answer to. In the past, there have been some sort of theme days for home football games, uh, welcome certain groups, yeah. that sort of thing. What, so what have doing, you got planned this yeah, year? Yeah, this is uh, First Responder. First night. responder night. So uh, Mayor Bell and the others will be here, police and fire. We're going to honor them uh, on the field at halftime. You know, they had a charity game, Mary, uh, Mindy Best. We let the fire department and police and all first play a charity basketball game all day uh, to help them raise money for awareness. And I just felt like I just wanted to thank them in the county for everything they do behind the scenes. And I think that's a great way for them to be recognized so fire emergency service yes. will they be admitted free to the game yeah, oh yeah they're all coming free to the game and uh, their families and we just want to honor them at, at, uh, at halftime and, and uh president stum's flying in on a helicopter to fly in the game ball right before the game starts right on the field where'd you get the helicopter i'm not sure that's a friend of his that's doing it that for him uh, wonder if that's allowed no, it's I can't remember the person's name. I know it's John, but okay. uh, no, I'll be honest. You know, after John Bell, yeah, after 39 years, I was a little leery on the landing on a grass field, but it's going to be okay. It's dry. I can tell you a story. Many moons ago, Lebanon High had arranged for a paratrooper to parachute with the game ball before kickoff, and the lights are on. And everybody's anticipating, and the plane flew over, and the guy never showed up. He landed at the fairgrounds. So he showed up about the middle of the first quarter, caught a cab or caught a ride over to the football field. He said, who do I give this football to? Because oh, they're out there playing. Wow. So a parachute drop can be a little tricky. Right. But at least the helicopter, he, he can find the field. Yes. Yeah. When I was at another school in our conference, it happened, and they made some big divots, and uh, it's too early, too too late to roll the field before a game starts. Oh gosh. But uh, it should be a great night. Tim and his staffs. You know, Coach Brown has been at Lebanon and all have been solid at Cumberland. Is uh, come full time. He's now the offensive yeah. coordinator, Bobby Brown. Bobby, and, and I just think that we're we're poised to have a really good season. Now, every football season depends on. How many injuries you're going to have? Can you have your two deeps be able to play? That that's the key to college football because somebody's going to get hurt. Yeah, I mean it's just part of the game, and that, I think you know, knock on wood, we don't have too many injuries by the end of the year, and uh, we can uh, play in the postseason. Logistically, during the week, the Wilson County Fair, Tennessee State Fair, has been parking in that east parking lot behind the visiting grandstand. That parking becomes all Cumberland on Saturday game day. You have a lot of tailgaters, a lot of folks that come out. That's the main fan parking area, and that's going to be Cumberland 
on Saturday. Yeah, so if you're uh, listening in uh, and you want to go to the fair, you're not going to be able to park there. I, I, I love the fair. We're supportive of the fair. We were in the parade at the fair, but uh, that is a Cumberland night, and you'll need to park somewhere else. And uh, But, you know, I appreciate, Tommy, you and your family and everything committed to Wilson County for so many years. And to put this on and for young people to be supported like this is just a blessing. Well, we, we have a good time with it. And, again, in a perfect world, I'd have three coaches here tonight. But, again, Ron Pavin, athletic director at Cumberland, has stepped in to kind of help us this evening. Once again, let me run through my sponsors. The Salus Realty Group, THW Insurance Services, LLC, Cumberland University Athletics, Loan Originator, Daryl Tidwell with Southern Bank of Tennessee, D.T. McCall and Sons, Lebanon, Carthage, Lafayette, Franklin, and Cookville, and Advantage Roofing Contractors, LLC, Donnie Self, and Rob Painter. Football is not the only sport going on right now in the fall. You mentioned soccer. You had to bounce uh, soccer from Friday to Saturday. There's there's a lot going on right now sports-wise. Oh, yeah. We start cross-country on the eighth away. Uh, men's soccer had a kind of a – it's called a friendly – scrimmage they uh, tied last night with christian brothers women's soccer have won two in a row they are absolutely loaded they both i want to say they won eight uh eight to nothing and five to nothing yeah. in his first two games yeah he's he's really 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 deep and so uh, i do want to bring up our first leadership day with the football team uh, the governor came to speak okay. to all our student-athletes. He likes what we're doing with being competitive, but more importantly, the community service. We have a 3.2 GPA for all the athletes for the five years in a row. And, uh, and you know, we're one of the best programs overall for the, you know, so many years in the NAI in the top 25. But it's an honor to have the governor come to want to speak to our student-athletes. And, you know, uh, and I think when these young people, like our football players and others in the fall, will look back and they'll call them mom and dad and go, hey, the governor came just to speak to us. Well, at first they won't really understand it, but then they'll step back and they'll go, you know, that was pretty cool. With with all the sports going on, I know that uh, athletic training, when you've got times like these where this heat is so oppressive, Katie Arnold's staff has really got to stay on top of these kids oh yeah and right now you know we're we're short a couple across the country after yeah. the train but they're there all morning and now we're practicing at night and so it's a, a thankless job but they are all over it and uh, you know we have 30 sports we'll, we'll have 700 athletes this fall we had physicals all day today for the winter and spring so that they could go through, and that, that was a feat all and, day and today. if I remember right, you run them all through the gym. That's right. They've got stations they go through, and it's it's like a fine-tuned machine running all those cats through there. Yeah, and you're, you're going to check their heart. They're going to check everything. And we're going to stop people. You know, these days and age, you know, it's safety first. And then Dr. Christie Stubb, not President Stubb, is our, our uh, physician on campus, and she's doing – also a deep physical on them so it's going to take some time and i think that shows our commitment athletic training wise the safety and well-being of our student athletes cumberland is a small community into itself the outreach is amazing the impact you have on the community i i I don't know that you could put a dollar 
impact on how much Cumberland gives to the community and the fact you bring all these kids in there. They're not always going to eat in the cafeteria. Oh, no. They're going to go somewhere and eat. They're going to gas their cars up. They're going to hit the Walmart. They're going to hit some of these other stores in town. And a lot of them stay over the summer, and a good number of them work on campus. Oh, yeah, and especially a lot of our poor athletes. They don't yeah. want to fly back home. But, I mean, hopefully uh, it's 14 days into the school year. It's called census, and we're close to uh, being at 3,000 or 3,100 students this fall. The all-time record? Yeah, all-time record. Now, you know, some can drop out before the, the, the 14th day, and Paul's done, and enrollment's done a great job. But, you know, just think about 3,000-some-odd students impacting Wilson County. What if we go to 3,500, 4,000 students? And that could happen very easily. We're growing so fast. We have almost 800 new freshmen this year. Again, uh, maybe a tough question, but at some point, housing must be continued to be addressed. There's going to have to be some more buildings on campus yeah. or adjacent to campus. I know Cumberland has bought some properties adjacent to the to the actual block that Cumberland sits on. That's got to be in a long-term plan. Yeah, President Stump just had a meeting with us in senior management about rewriting the strategic plan with people so we can move the needle and, and do that. It, we're growing so fast. And I think front porch is the athletics. Everyone's taking a look at us because, hey, man, they have this sport, they have that sport, and they're just a regular student. And they're winning national championships. Yeah. And so that just breeds, you know, if, if a Division One school wants to know the enrollment, the applications go up and I think that we're not I'm not saying that we're the only factor I'm just saying it's a help to be successful for the enrollment well, it's got to help the visibility of the university uh, a lot of folks will come to a ball game that might not go to a seminar at the library they're going to know about the school uh, some of the things University the Cumberland does uh, that symphony on the lawn what a mob of people were there for that event, and that has been an annual thing for several years, and it seems like it grows every year. It, it grows every year, you know, and I don't know if anyone, this is our 182, 182nd year. What would have thought? I mean, we have reinvented ourselves uh, so many times, but you have to. You have to change and get current with the times, and I think that's what athletics is trying to do is you got to change with the new athletes. You got to you got to have facilities, and you got to think differently. What what does that student athlete? What does that student want? You got to change degree programs. You got to look what is the hot majors, and 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 pivot and and maybe get rid of some old majors. And I'm not saying that we're just doing that on the fly, but it's it's really important. A couple of notes I'm making to myself here. One, you had to make a move in your men's basketball program. Jeremy Lewis had been at Cumberland since he was a student. 2004. Coached the women's basketball program, moved over and coached the men, had great success in both, took the women to the national tournament, uh, took the men's team to the, what do they call that, that opening round, opening round. Opening round of the national tournament. Jeremy got a chance to better himself and take a Division One assistant job at Tennessee State. You kept it in-house and, and made an interim move there with your coaching staff. Talk about that if yeah, you Yeah, you know, Eric Evans has been with Jeremy five years. But after assessing and looking at it, 
he's the one who recruited all these players. And when you when you look at that, you know, in college athletics, you got to be a really good coach, but you better be a better recruiter. And so all the student athletes said, "We're staying. Eric's the coach. We're staying." And when you do that, it's really hard. Less than a month to find a coach, search it out, and then st- still keep your roster with a portal all yeah. over the place. And I think Eric will do a great job. I think the student athletes love him. Uh, he hired a, a young man uh, from uh, UT Martin, and uh, he he's uh, Fleming. His last name's Fleming, who understands college basketball. Uh, the GA is I-40, Isaac Stevens. You couldn't fit better that he's got a connection to Wilson County. He's He's been in Cumberland for about seven years. Yeah. I, Isaac was the Lindsey Donald Award winner. Yeah. Played at Mount Juliet. Uh, maybe Cumberland's all-time leading rebounder, again, because he's played about six years. But uh, great kid. Yeah, and I think we will be poised to, to uh, keep it going. Uh, what Jeremy and Lonnie and way before that. Yeah. Paul Peck. I mean, you can keep Cliff out. I mean, you can just run it down. And, you know, I'm all okay if someone wants to better themselves and go to another school, I want them to do that. I don't make them feel guilty. Well, that you, you want people who want to better themselves coaching for you. Yeah, I mean, we, we have strength coaches at Kentucky, Notre Dame, MTSU. We got soccer coaches, football coaches all over the country. You know, uh, and I, I believe that helps Cumberland, but it helps them. And I don't mind them starting their career at Cumberland. And if they want to stay, that is a blessing. You mentioned strength coach. You you promoted an interim to yeah. your full-time job. Talk about him a little bit. You know, Gunner, Helen, was being the GA. And, and you know, Austin Dillard had a chance to go to Florida. We only had about a week. And I saw Gunner. I went through all the strength sessions. I, I pick a sport a day and go to. But I went to every weight session okay. for about a week watching him. Because he's, he's working with all the athletes. Yeah, and he was at Wisconsin. He was a wrestler, but he was at Wisconsin and worked football and all these Division One schools. Then he was at a high school and before that and ran all the high school, everything. And he's just really, really good. And so I like promoting within. I really, uh, I like a plan B. Now, do I have list of coaches all over the country that I would like to hire if somebody left? Yes. It's, that's part of being an athletic director at a college. Excuse me. Esports is something that a lot of folks might not have a handle on, but Cumberland has won championships in esports, national championship. Spencer Claypool has spoke at every Rotary Club in Wilson County. He spoke at Kentucky. He he has he spoke at the National Rotary Club. They just keep calling him for everywhere. He has 45 esports students. We had to build two extra rooms this summer for we have Division One best esports kids transferring. From and all kids from all over the country are coming to play esports because we're winning national championships. Well, when mom or dad gets mad because little Phillips in his room playing a game, there could be an end game to this, right? Oh, I think hey, they're bright. They're flying drones for the 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 government. You know, they're getting jobs that we would never even thought of. 
you know, Ohio State has a major in esports right now. Really? Yeah. But those those kids are so tech out that when they go to class, they're like, you know, I don't even know how to take care of that computer, tear it apart, and put it back together, and I can get you uh, going better than anybody. And again, that's that's in the last five years. This thing has just gone nuts. I'll tell you what. It, it, he he played Spencer played D two football at Kentucky Wesleyan, and he was Kyle Allen's GA. And I had this idea, and I walked off because I knew he was a gamer. Yeah. I said, "Hey, Spencer, I think I'd like to." Do esports? Would you be the coach? He said, "Can I think about it a couple of days?" And everyone on campus thought I was crazy. And it's turned out to be. Well, where, okay, where'd you get the idea? You had to see it somewhere. Yeah, right? I just started googling it. I saw it at different, uh, uh, like athletic directors associations and uh, other Division One universities that had club, but not really like all in. And I'm like, man, we make a varsity sport like this, kids are going to come. And then you add a major of some kind of IT thing, and that's what they're looking for. And I think it's we have a niche right now. Well, and they'll get – there is some scholarship money oh, involved. Yeah. yeah, and he's running them in the morning, and they do push-ups, and they do the weight room, and they do everything. You're not serious. No. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're doing it all. Yeah. <laughs> Again – there had been national champions. National championships against all Division One schools. And because there is no national type organization, well, it's not under an NCAA. No. But Cumberland can compete with Clemson. That's right. Oh yeah, we're we have a, like a huge winning record against all Division One schools. And I'm telling you, I believe at some point the NCAA will make a. A sport. So there's 45 kids at Cumberland. 45. 45. Yeah, we have in the band 45. I mean, they're flooding like crazy. They're headquartered at that annex building that you call what is Alumni Hall. Alumni Hall. We have a really nice decked out room inside there, but now we did it on the outside, on the end, uh, and added three more rooms, and we just did that that summer. I mean, they're teched out and uh, playing all day long. Uh, and Spencer Claypool's done a great job. And you know, I mean, just think about our women's golf and our golf. I mean, Rich Williams has been there 11 times in national tournament. We, we're, we're very We're close on wrestling winning a national. James Hicks has won individual national championships. I mean, Eli, right? Clemens from... Uh, from Lebanon. Yeah. He is. I'm telling you, he is... He's poised, you know, to be very, very good at this level. And so I think we could be really competitive this year. I, I know that track and field has won conference and national championships. Yeah, five this past spring. You've got you got praise Imata Dudu who's back on campus. Now. Yeah, she didn't want to be it. She didn't like her Division One experience. She had transferred. Yeah. And we all said our goodbyes, and she's back. Yeah, I saw her at physicals today, and and she's like, I'm back. <laughs> and I don't. And there, and uh, coach says there's a girl I have not met because we have leadership day that uh, she's just as fast as praise. It's a freshman coming that she's on campus. So you know, a Chu Nayamati who came from MTSU has done a wonderful job. Who Marty Skill started it, but he is. I mean. 
we're winning national championships without a track. Yeah, yeah. You practice at some of the high schools. Yeah. Uh, and, and you see these kids running up and down West Main Street. That's your cross-country guys getting ready to go out and run. Uh, Cumberland athletes are all over the place, aren't yes. they? Yeah. Ron, I want to thank you once again for your visit. Let's hit the football game one more time. Friday, uh, Saturday, the 26th, no Slasseter Field, 6 o'clock kickoff. That is correct. Um, emergency services folks admitted first free, responders. First responders. Uh, yeah. yeah, all responders. First, I just think in our day and age of what's going on in our world, I think it's just nice to uh, honor them. And, and folks are going to be amazed when they see the new Jumbotron, when they see the big pavilion in the end zone that the recruits and the alumni are going to use. And something you won't see is 130 new lockers in that tricked-out locker room, which is a, is a huge, huge move for those kids. Yeah. Well, thank you, Tommy. Glad to have you here. Ron Pavin, Athletic Director at Cumberland University. Let me th run through a couple of closing notes here on this abbreviated version of Coach's Night Out from Town Square Social. Thanks to Family Medical Associates and Pediatrics. Uh, Shop Springs Creamery is the official chocolate milk of Lebanon Blue Devil football. This week's team meal sponsors for the Blue Devils, Williams family, Chris Armstrong, Amy Arnold, the Ministry Center Church of God, and Shenandoah Mills are sponsors for Coaches Night Out. The Salus Realty Group, THW Insurance Services, LLC, Cumberland University Athletics, loan originator Daryl Tidwell with Southern Bank of Tennessee, DT McCall and Sons, Lebanon Carthage, Lafayette, Franklin and Cookville, and Advantage Roofing Contractors, Rob Painter, and Donnie Sell. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you next time. I'm Tommy Bryan, and I will talk to you later.